Good morning, everyone. You know, brothers and sisters, uh, today's gospel reminds me of a fascinating story told by a man I know when I was living in Colorado. His name is Daryl, and he chronicled an experience he endured in the army. It happened many years ago when he was a young lieutenant. He received orders to attend the Army Rangers School. And it was one of the toughest things he ever did in his life, physically and mentally. Mentally because he said the Ranger instructors seemed to have a mindset that, that it was their mission to drive you out of the course, to get you to quit. So they made it very difficult from the first day. They would ration the food that they got. They would ration the sleep that they would receive too. The hazing was amped up. The physical demands were, were very intense. And he recalled that when you don't have enough sleep, it's hard to think. And when you don't have enough sleep or food, all you can think about is food. He remembered talking to his ranger buddies and each and every one of them were fixated on a certain meal. It was all they could think about while out on the perimeter or, or on the long patrols to the night. There was one particular day that he spoke about. It was one week into the program and they roused the men out of bed and said, Fall out and into formation, Rangers. We're going on a five-mile run. And in Ranger school, a five-mile run is done in formation, in step, in boots, and they sing all the way. You know, Daryl, when he was telling the story, he jokingly said, it may sound fun, but it wasn't. Um, he recalled that you know, at some point during this run, he knew he was in trouble because the street lights they started to spin and he thought he thought to himself uh oh i'm i'm going to pass out but he couldn't pass out because if he didn't finish the run he would be kicked out of ranger school so somehow he found the strength to keep putting one foot in front of the other he kept going until he heard the sergeant say Quick time, march, which means walk. And he knew at that moment, he finished the run and then he collapsed. And he's not sure how long he was out. He, he remembered waking up minutes later and seeing that he and a couple other ranger buddies were, were propped up against the building. And the instructor had a garden hose and he was he's spraying them down with water. And he was yelling at them and basically saying things like, I know your name, Ranger. I'm going to get you. So Daryl, he did what any smart person would do in this situation. He jumped up and raced back to his unit and just tried to melt in to the crowd as best he could so the sergeant couldn't find him. Well, eight weeks later, Daryl graduated and received his Ranger tab. And he's very proud to wear that tab today. 
But what he said next in this story is, is very interesting and powerful. He said that a person doesn't necessarily, necessarily graduate from ranger school, but you actually just persevere through every day until you have survived X number of days and then you get the tab. You just survive. The ranger school, you know, like the Navy SEALs, is a very difficult program. But Daryl said that compared to some of the crosses that people carry in their lives, it pales in comparison. You know, the current state of affairs and divisions in our country are causing great stress and, and hardship for many people. There are people among us who are struggling to pay the bills, struggling to provide for their family. The stress must be intense. There are people among us who are struggling with relationships, with family and friends, and their sad, broken hearts know it's going to be a long healing process. There are people suffering from illness and injury. There are people suffering a loss of a loved one, whether it be from death or possibly divorce. In all of these groups, they have something in common. They only have one alternative, which is to persevere on, to carry that cross. Brothers and sisters, today's gospel is for those people. Today's gospel brings a message of good news and hope because it teaches us how, through the example of a Canaanite woman, not just to persevere, but to persevere in prayer. In this story, in this scene, Jesus he's, is northeast of the Sea of Galilee in the region of Tyre and Sidon. Here he, he is away from the hub of the Jewish, Jewish population. He's in deep Gentile country, and we know why. He said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, Jesus is saying his priority is the chosen people, the Israelites, and he is looking for those people who are scattered afar. And then suddenly, this Canaanite woman appears on the scene. She must have been off in a distance and yelling loudly, have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. You know, what a brave and courageous woman she must have been. <clears throat> I mean, what gumption she must have had to speak up because she knew that she had three strikes against her before she even opened her mouth. First, we know from the Old Testament, the Canaanites were ancient enemies of the Israelites and she was a Canaanite. Secondly, she was a woman. 2,000 years ago, during the time of Christ, women literally had no rights, no status and no authority. And finally, she was a Gentile. If you were not Jewish, you were a Gentile. 
They were considered second-class citizens. But three strikes against this courageous woman didn't seem to bother her. Even the fact that Jesus appeared to ignore her, it didn't, it didn't seem to faze her. And by the way, you know, it said that the disciples were trying to shoo her away. You know, go, go away, they were saying. But she stood fast. Not only that, but she ran up to Jesus, dropped to her knees and said, Lord, help me. So now Jesus, he can't ignore her anymore. She's kneeling right in front of him. And then he says something strange, what appears to be quite rude. He says, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. In other words, my priority is the Israelite people, not the Gentiles, so why should I talk to you? Now this woman was not intimidated. She was not angry at being called a dog because she knew that this was something Jews tended to call them. Jesus, he, he allowed this to happen because he knew this was going, he knew how this was going to play out. This was going to be an incredible teaching moment for all those present and watching, Jews and Gentiles alike. And it still it teaches us today. The Canaanite woman persisted, even with some humor, and again with great courage. You know, she said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. You know, I can't help to imagine that Jesus smiled when he heard those words. Because his response to her was, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly from afar. My friends, you know, this, this Canaanite woman shows us how to persevere in prayer. First, she, she starts with this amazing grace and faith. You know, she wasn't necessarily taught that Jesus was the Messiah. But she believed in her heart that she could cure, that he, he could cure her daughter. And she had this amazing faith that he was the Lord. Second, this, this Canaanite woman showed great humility. You know, she knew exactly who she was. She was a nobody during this time and culture. But this was the Lord she encountered. And nothing would preclude her from asking for help. She just asked with great humility. And finally, this Canaanite woman showed amazing persistence. And with all the hurdles thrown in front of her, she did not give up. She would not give up. She said, this is for my daughter. And then and she pressed on. Faith, humility, and perseverance. Brothers and sisters, that's how we make it through the crosses in our life. And that's, that is how we pray. So I ask you, my dear friends, you know, pray with me. And as we ask our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us, you know, just this past Tuesday, 
was a feast of the Assumption of the Virgin Mary in heaven. A celebration that gives all of us great hope in our destiny to be with her and our Lord in heaven someday. So, O Immaculate Heart of Mary, speak to your Son on our behalf. Ask him to bless and protect us, just as he did this Canaanite woman. Remind us often that our prayers will indeed be answered if we are convicted in our faith, that your Son Jesus is the answer. In the words of St. Paul to the Romans, may we rejoice in hope, be patient under trial, and persevere in prayer. Amen.